This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Great to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon. It's been kind of a kooky day. We got calls about a, a, a convoy of tow trucks here in Whatcom County and made a few phone calls and found that it was a funeral procession, uh, a more memorial procession in honor of uh, Jerry Johnson, the founder of Johnson's Towing here in Bellingham. And uh, apparently Jerry had uh, passed away in, in September, he's 84, and uh his son Dan, you know, took over the company a couple of couple of decades ago, and I believe has since sold it. But uh, you know, fixture of the community, and uh, so pretty pretty neat when uh, a whole industry gathers to honor one of their own like that. And uh, so that's if you saw a bunch of tow trucks on the road here in uh, in Whatcom County today, that's what was up with that. Yeah, I got to tow. You know, set our clocks for well. We what do we we fall back this week or this weekend so we gained that hour and yeah the the usual uh check your batteries and your smoke alarms and I, I i don't know if it had anything to do with the change in uh in uh daylight savings or anything but uh, last night in the middle of the night they always go off in the middle of the night is the the smoke alarm i had one in my daughter's bedroom that started wailing and it wasn't it was it was malfunctioning because there was no problem it just started going off, and it was one of these new ones that uh, you don't put the batteries in. It comes with the batteries already installed, and you don't change them, and they're good for like a decade. But this was only, I think, halfway through its life. Yeah, because I installed it, and I looked, because I, I wrote on the back when I installed it. It was 2017, and uh, it was supposed to last for 10 years. I tell you, can't count on anything these days. But... Uh, Good idea to check your your smoke alarms. Make sure they're working and they're installed properly. And, uh, so yeah, it's a good good advice there. Um, what else have we? Uh, there well, there's so much going on. Uh, a milk carton shortage we're seeing here. Uh, nationwide shortage of half, half pint milk cartons. Uh, who would have thunk that? I, I don't know what's behind the shortage, but uh, boy, I mean, we all grew up with those. And there's still a mainstay in our schools, and now uh, have we, have we have we exhausted the supply of half pint milk cartons? Certainly hope not. Uh, but uh, schools scrambling to find what else? What else can we give kids besides a, a carton of milk? Holy moly! But uh, lots to be uh, concerned about, and lots to discuss here on this Friday afternoon. Really, really glad you're with us, and hope you'll join the conversation. Three six zero six seven six five four six four is our phone number. And Robert in Bellingham gets us started today. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I was uh, going to respond to something that Rich said a while back when he suggests there's quite a bit of hypocrisy on the left concerning climate change. Because if if we're going to reduce climate change, maybe people should be riding bicycles and and not driving and as much, at least using public transit. And I do agree with that quite a bit. And then he said. Um, 
that when you're going uphill on a bicycle, you're actually creating more carbon dioxide because you're breathing harder. But he did. He talked about well, one of the points he made was that um, you're saving money too. Uh, you save money when you're bicycling instead of having to pay for a car, car insurance, all gasoline, all of that. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, he did talk about and. Uh, the thing about the carbon dioxide is you're not actually producing as much as an automobile, which most people, he probably knows that. But I thought of another thing when you're creating more carbon dioxide with your body, it hardly affects the, the climate because it's such a small amount. But uh, you're saving money in another way, and that is in health care costs because yeah. of the exercise. And you don't have to buy a gym membership, and then that will save a lot of money with because uh, all the money that the government has to pay for Medicare and all of that, uh-huh. it, I think we'd be healthier uh, to promote health also. So I just thought I'd bring that up, too. And then I have a, one more thing about climate change to think of, too. Okay. What's that? Oh, the other thing, you were talking about the pumpkins that um, to, uh, put compost them in the yard and right. there are uh-huh. a, lot of, a lot of people that don't have yards so i would suggest maybe cutting them up and putting them in the green waste right bay, bin, if you've got that for food scraps um yeah. because there is quite a bit of methane stuff that comes from that source so i would suggest putting it in the green bin but the problem is in the apartment building i live in they got rid of the green bin because people don't you know people play wordle and stuff like that but they don't think strategic they there should be a strategy of separating your recycling and making that a game rather than playing wordle or something like that something that's useful people would put plastic in the bin and they took it away so i mm-hmm. take my uh, organic waste up to the to the co-op or up to the campus on my bicycle and put it in the green bins there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i that's true because even here at the station we have uh different bins for for composting, there's compostables and and then and recyclables and then just trash. And every once in a while, our receptionist has to send out an email saying, "Now come on, uh, you don't throw plastic in the in the compost bin. You don't throw the you know trash in the recycling you know bins for the different uh, types of recycling. Uh, just come on, just pay a little of attention, and it's not that hard to do." So. Yeah. I believe in personal responsibility to a large extent. I think that's kind of missing. Sometimes people complain about corporations or the government, but really we are the marketplace, and it's up to us to live better, I think. Yep, yeah, because, yeah, we drive the marketplace. You're right. All right, thanks, Robert. Appreciate it. Thanks for getting us rolling here today. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you today? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Well, I had a few things from last week or at the end of the week. Okay. Uh, but anyway, I'll go to Michael Parenti, the old All reliable right. Michael Parenti. I got a new one. By. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, called Deep Politics. You can look it up on the internet. It's pretty easy. Uh, the main topic he was talking to, you know, the people that seem to be the most volatile. I wouldn't say it in a bad way, but they're most becoming most disaffected. And he, uh, Michael Parenti is very good on. Uh, racial and gender issues, too, if you listen to enough of them. But these are kind of the middle American white uh, suburban that are losing and, you know, uh, 
um, the ability to make a living properly and so forth. And they're very disaffected, and they're also very distrustful of the both parties, I think. That's why I think in the past I, uh, talked, I thought about independence, and I found out, yes, many of them do uh, think that they're, the Republicans are too far to the right and the Democrats are too far to the left, but many of them are called independents because they don't trust either party. So he even said that, Michael Frenney said to the audience, and they were very receptive, uh, he says, you know, democracy isn't about trust. You know, you don't trust your president to do that, do, to do things. You, you pay attention and force them to do that with your votes and your uh, letter writing and uh, phone calls and so forth. So uh, he did talk about conspiracy theory and analysis, you know, that uh, most of us are probably supposed to believe that everything just happens randomly. And he probably says, yes, random is a factor. Uh, but there's uh, there is definite legitimate uh, fabrication and purposefulness of the people that have the power in this country to protect their interests, and that's sort of you know the main thing that I'm talking about: class interests. So we don't reject race or gender or anything, but class is where the the function is the uh, main battleground for everything. If you don't have enough to to eat and to, to live on, if your wor workplace is bad and it's stressful and you have no right to a job and anything, all those issues I think are very important. And this uh, 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 video, I think, uh, okay. deals with those very well. So all right. I had other things to talk about, but, you know, I'll wait for another day. And So I just remember, Michael Frenchy, Deep Politics. And all right. It's, 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 it's quite amusing, a lot of laughs they had. You know, they got along pretty well. Okay. So thank you for letting me talk, and uh, have a good day. All right, Jim. Thanks. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, I like all right. Laugh, laugh, leftists who are laughing leftists, I think. That's always uh, could be entertaining for a little viewing over the weekend. Let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah, your first caller, boy, he is the most authentic left person that uh, you hear on the radio. And that's voluntarily lowering your, lowering your carbon footprint is good. It costs nothing. It actually saves you money. And if you believe that climate change is this existential threat and world carbon emissions, and then you're being very authentic and living it. And the difference is when you mandate stuff with the government, you do not save money. The government creates new regulation, more tax, like this carbon tax. They are not helping the environment whatsoever. They are enriching themselves at the cost of the uh, consumer and just, you know, trying to sound good. So. That's that's why I hate the government mandated stuff. Well, now, it how, should be from now, the people. No, how how are the, the the politicians who put this through? They're not enriching themselves. The money isn't Certainly going into their are, own Joe. pockets. How it's going in? It's going into funds that the government plays with and does whatever they want. Okay, the, but the yeah, DOE but it's not theirs. I mean, they're not they're not out buying homes and cars well, and what have you. They're and, creating they're creating productionless jobs. They're creating government jobs that do nothing. They're, it's just overhead. It's like if KGMI yeah, like had helping, helping people in an office. No, I would, I would, I would, I would, no, I, I would uh, dispute that. I mean, the money is if it's going toward, uh, you know, making uh, efficient, more efficient heating and cooling systems uh, available to more citizens, people who otherwise couldn't afford it, that sort of thing. I've said before, I think this program needs more uh, transparency, and I think 
the even the people running it in ecology have recently said, yeah, we need to be more transparent about this. So but we know where the money the is going. We'll but but if if it is if these are investments are actually being made, those aren't those aren't jobless investments. They're not just throwing money into the wind. I mean, uh, because these Mostly, are this yeah. is it's a whole economy. I mean, you can you know you can earn a living installing making and installing solar panels just as well as you can working on an oil rig. You but know what I mean? The Department of Ecology does not need endless more money, and they're they're. Ten cents of the dollar that they get, they might actually do these things you're talking about. But most of it is just overhead. I've read the stuff a couple of years ago, and this came out. I think it was early 21. And, you know, to ad- adopt a racial lens, it, like on, I'm like, well, what in the world? They're going to do racist stuff and climate equity. See, that is something that really has no meaning. It's depending on what day and who you talk to, that word has different meanings. So it's just growing government. And it's, it's stupid to grow government. Eventually, 80% of the economy will be government. And at what point do you not say you're socialist, where everything is through the government and controlled by the government, and then people don't want to work or need to work, and just a different well, with, or different people. I mean, if I mean the the government can't exist on its own, and people do need to. I mean, the government without taxpayers is, is has nothing to base itself on. I mean, financially at least. And Citizens, so, I mean, it, it does it, it. The, the idea that the government wants to squelch all business and all productivity, I think, is, they is no, quite they wrong. They want to control it, not squelch it. They want to control it and make money off it. Just like okay. a king would rule his nation, these all these unelected bureaucrats, like the Department of Ecology, these are unelected people. And they sure. are making rules. And they are going to right now, Joe, they're going to sue us in the county who have wells. They're planning to sue every well user in uh, what they call the Nooksack drainage, which is like 85% of Whatcom County, say, north of Bellingham. Uh-huh. And that's that's just unconstitutional. That's un-American. We have what's think... called an exempt See, well, I, I and they're going to sue us over it. I mean, you've got it's, your boogeyman, too, just just like our other, some of our other callers. And, and but I, I just think told it, you the fact, Joe. So you're going to, you if you've got a well, you think you'll be sued yeah. by the government? Yep. You'll They've be sued. Had to... Meeting Joe DOE okay. has had meetings in different communities saying exactly that to it's say that they will sue. So what yeah. will they do? Will they, they will they cap your well and you won't have any water anymore? Well, that's unknown. It's called adjudication. Now Dylan right. knows about this. They were planning to do it to the farmers, but they have also thrown in all the rural well now, Rich, users. But now the, the bottom line is that there has been a lot of un, uh, unauthorized and and uh, w- without rights use of water here in our in our. County and in others Lots as well, I suppose. There, well, but anyone but on anybody. So the idea that anybody can tap into the you know into water aquifers and just use as much as they want. I mean that that's, no, not, that's not sustainable. Not that's not sustainable. That's not the case. It's called an exempt well. Do a little research on this. They've right, been around for right, eighty Rich. years. Our domestic well. But I don't think you're. I don't think day. you're going to be sued into the into oblivion because you, you have a, a well. I'll make a bet with you. Sure. I'll make yep, it they're planning to do it. They've right, had Rich. meetings, and I've heard about it. It's okay. the real deal. Now, settle down. Right. Don't don't worry about the boogeyman. Uh, they're out there, but I don't know. I mean, we, like I said, I think we all have our boogeyman, and uh, and, uh, and the government for some, uh, former uh, elected officials for others. Uh, for some, it's well, what have you. Back in just a moment, we got other folks on the line, and we want to hear from you too. Three six zero six seven six five four six four. You love what you find at Wilson's. 
Cozy up this fall and winter with new motion furniture from Wilson's Furniture. If you haven't checked out what used to be called reclining furniture in a while, you're in for some surprises. Wilson's has a huge selection of single recliners in an amazing array of styles and fabrics and leather, as well as love seats, couches, and sectionals. Have an entertainment room? Check out the selection of theater-style seating at Wilson's. Check out the models that feature power recline, allowing you to pick the precise position to relax and or watch the big game in. And several models are battery-powered. No need to be tethered to an outlet. Stop into Wilson's Furniture today with their huge selection that you'll find in stock and ready for delivery. Your biggest challenge will be deciding what to choose, and the motion furniture experts at Wilson's will be there to help you find the style that's perfect for your home and budget. Wilson's opens seven days a week and online 24-7 at wilsonhomefurnishings.com. I want to feel safe. I think we can all agree that feeling safe in our homes and communities should be a top priority. That's why this election for Whatcom County Sheriff is so important to me. Our sheriff's office oversees law enforcement, emergency management, and the jail. It's the lead local law enforcement agency working to rid our community of fentanyl dealers and their deadly poison. That's why I'm supporting Under Sheriff Doug Chadwick for Sheriff. As a lifelong resident with 29 years of experience in the sheriff's office, Doug knows Whatcom County and what makes each community unique. He's endorsed by Sheriff Elfo and more than 60 local law enforcement professionals and numerous leaders in public safety. To me, this speaks volumes about his character. We have a good sheriff's office now with a reputation for excellence. Let's keep it that way. Join me in voting Doug Chadwick for sheriff on November 7th. Paid for by Vote Doug Chadwick. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. And I just want to say, I, I understand the concept of freedom and free choice and being able to, uh, you know, self de- self-determination. But we have to understand, too, that we live in a much different world than our founding fathers lived in and even people of a, of a century ago. I mean, we got you know, over 300 million people, 330 or some, 340 million people that live here in this country alone, billions across the planet. And it's a different world. It really is. And uh, if half the population back then ignored uh, environmental rules or taking care of the environment not maybe not as big a deal now half the half the population ignores it you're talking about hundreds of millions of people still out there damaging the environment or overusing a resource what have you and you know i mean it's it, it is a different world and I'm not saying that the government has to control every aspect of your life or that sort of thing, but we have to be, we have to re, just understand that we just can't do absolutely everything we want the way we want it every time we decide we want to do it. It's just kind of the the, the reality. Uh, I and it's what our parents taught us too, just in general. But uh, let's go to uh, our friend Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Happy Friday to you. You too. Yeah. I- I can't believe you're willing to talk to me about milk cartons. I am. Yeah. What's what are your <laughs> thoughts about milk cartons? Please let's talk about milk cartons. I I need a break from everything else. Okay. Because, so, uh, I mean, you just have to take a break. I just I just had a drink with a, a Vietnam veteran who uh, 
who stayed in a cave for, uh, you know, when interest rates were at 20%. And I thought, man, that sounds really good right now. Uh, is there a cave somewhere that I can stay in? Anyway, so <laughs> okay. I changed, I changed the subject. To, so, you know, I remember milk cartons made me think of uh, high school, our uh-huh. school. Yeah. And uh, I left home at 15. I was, uh, it was dangerous there. And so I took care of myself from, from uh, you know, uh, 15 on. Uh-huh. And a wonderful thing about our school, Snohomish High School in the 70s, had an apple machine, huh. which doesn't even sound like a thing, but it was this pretty sizable, like a five foot by five foot, and it had plexiglass uh, showing, you know, a mound of apples in there, and they were red delicious, and they were chilled, and they were always crispy. Hmm. And uh, it it saved me because can you imagine a 15 year old who has to feed himself and go to school? Uh-huh. And so my my uh, my body was just aching for nutrition uh, oftentimes, and the fact that that apple machine was there uh, just kind of saved me. Oh man, I got a I got a quarter. All I need is a quarter, and I've got a fresh, uh, cool, crispy red delicious apple and it was just awesome so i'm very much against this uh this lack of uh milk cartons and i would like to know what i can do to fix that Uh (laughs) uh-huh i don't know and i know this might seem a little inane but i'm i'm really tired of the news right now because none of it's good yeah it 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 is kind of it's a it's a rough time in the world that's for sure but uh but I like your apples machine uh, story and, and how that got you through a tough time in your life. And it's a, a little metaphor for what we can all kind of carry with us. And that, uh, you know, even when things get really tough, we can find our way through it. And, and there, there are those who will help, will help support us. And, are, you know, kind of, you, found, you find the, the hand up or the, the, the you know, the, the positive uh, and the, the, the support, I guess when you're in a difficult spot. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And somebody had to have the thought to do that. Yeah. Back then. Somebody had to think about that and actually, you know, cause I've never seen such and, a thing. Yeah. An Apple I, vending machine. Huh? I have not myself. It's yeah. like, was it, am I dreaming that? No, I didn't dream it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've often thought about visiting, uh, you know, uh, Snohomish High School to see if it's still, still there yeah. or if anybody still remembers really? it. But yeah. Huh. Thank you for talking to me about something other than the news. You bet, Jim. Thanks for calling and telling us about something other than the news. Appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good weekend. <laughs> you too. Take care. And uh, while John got some ideas about the news, John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, we had an Apple machine up at Bubba Blaine High School. Oh, did you? As well. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, you know, I've never had this particular dish since, but I remember it from that cafeteria. Turkey Tetrazzini. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, huh. all right. It's kind of like a like cubed uh, turkey and and you know noodles and something. Yeah, with yeah, kind of sauce going on a menu or any anywhere else. But <laughs> but yeah, forty forty years ago in in high school. Uh huh. Um, nice. Yeah. Um. So I was going to talk about. You know, it's so disappointing, Joe, right? So, look, Michelle and I agree on some things, and we disagree on other things, but I think she's a – I know she's a woman of character, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so she called up, and she was talking about um, October 7th and the horrible massacre, you know, 1,400 people 
uh-huh. murdered. I mean, you know, she she made it very 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 clear that 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 uh, the the people that she that 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 took credit for this Hamas that they are bad people and they deserve to die. You know, and uh, I can't disagree with that. And then Michael from Linden calls in and says, "Oh, you want all the Palestinians dead?" And it's like, you know, th- that's why. That's why I, I don't talk about this kind of stuff. Because even if I had the solution, uh, neither the super conservative Hamas or the super conservative Likud party that that runs Israel, not, they don't want the solution, which we know what it is—a two-state solution. That's and but they they don't want it, you know. And uh, it's it's a very complex subject and uh you know so i'm not even going to talk about it but what i am going to talk about okay. is our new our new speaker of the house mike mike johnson okay. do you know joe he he he's supposed to de- de- declare like like all the uh, congressmen and, and senators supposed to declare their bank accounts checking accounts things like that mike johnson our new speaker does not have a bank account or a checking account okay hmm. can you imagine no, I mean, either he? that or, or he's not re- reporting it. But anyway, yeah, um, his 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 Bible thumping, you know, um, um, attitude about everything. Oh, you want to know what I think? Just read the Bible. Well, you're a super conservative who wants to cut funding for you know for food programs for the poor. You know, that's that's not in line with what Jesus said in the Bible. But um, so I'm going to leave you with with this again. And 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 I, I, I told this the story a couple days ago and people people called and they accused me of lying. Right. Okay. After you cite chapter and verse from the Bible, Second Kings, chapter two, verse twenty three to twenty five. Elisha. I said the guy's name. Right. Okay. Elisha. He's he comes down from the mountain and and these these youths these these youths make fun of him right okay. so god sends two female bears and kills 24 of them Holy because smokes. elisha is so is so uh, insecure about about his bald patch and you know that's why I love the Bible. I love reading the Bible, the words of Christ, the po- the poetry of the Psalms. But there's stuff in there that doesn't make any sense and never happened. And if you're not reading the Bible with a bit of skepticism and you're just taking it literally, okay. that is the problem. You're a fundamentalist. All and, right, John. We know people. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that's the. All right. That's our, our Bible Bible lesson for the, for the day. Uh, you know, I mean. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm follically challenged myself, as you can see on uh, my pictures on our website and what have you. But um, yeah, I don't want bears to be attacking anybody if they uh, disparage my uh, my bald pate. We'll take a quick break and be back with more. Uh, we got uh, Lou, we got Michelle, and uh, we hopefully hear from you too. KGMI connects 360-676-5464. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. 
The Hawks are in the thick of the race for the NFC West, and the Washington Commanders come to town on Sunday, November 12th for an NFC showdown. Don't get stuck paying extra fees for tickets online or trying to get tickets at the gate. You can win your way in. To register for your chance to win, just visit this station's website and click the contest tab. Then click Seahawks Sweepstakes to complete a registration form, and you'll be entered to win a pair of tickets to see the Seahawks at Lumen Field. Visit this station's website for more details. With today's rising costs, it can be a challenge to feed your family. And Little Caesars wants to give back to our community with a Customer Appreciation Day. And not just one day, every Tuesday. Pick up two large cheese or two pepperoni pizzas plus free crazy bread for just $13.99. You heard right, $13.99. No need to order ahead. Just walk in and they will have it hot and ready. Or if you prefer to call ahead, they will be happy to take your order. And now you can place your two for Tuesday deal for online orders too. Just download the Little Caesars mobile app or visit them on the web at littlecaesars.com. Choose your closest Whatcom County or Skagit store. Add two classic pizzas and a crazy bread to the cart and enter the promo code two for Tuesday at checkout. That's the number two for Tuesday at checkout. It really is that easy. Where else can you feed your family, friends, or crew for just $13.99? Little Caesars, the world's easiest way to pizza. Locally owned and operated in Whatcom and Skagit County since 1988. Pizza, pizza. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon, and uh, Lou in Linden joins us. Hi, Lou. Howdy, Joe. Yeah, you mentioned at the start of the show that there's a shortage of milk in Whatcom County. Milk cartons. uh, Milk cartons. Okay. And uh, and I, I I did some during the break. I did some uh, research online. Okay. Apparently the the cows have unionized and they're doing a work slowdown. And ah. Who can blame them? Who can blame them? Uh, they attach those machines to their nipples every day after day. My my nipples get sore just thinking about it. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's that, uh, and that's a, that's another topic for another day. Why okay. do men right. have nipples? Why do men have nipples? Yeah, that's a, that's a good have, question. I, Hmm. Uh, I'm 72 years old, Joe, and I've never met a man who breastfed his own children. Right. So it's but, com- it's completely wasted. They're wasted on men. Uh, uh, except, uh, although I guess you know our chests would look kind of kind of weird without them. I guess maybe it's just because we're used to seeing them on men. But uh, yeah. I think there's a theory, Joe, that Eve could not have been created with nipples herself um, without because she was drawn from the side of man. Mm-hmm. So man had to have nipples so that she could also have nipples. Mm. I mean, it's just a theory. I don't know if there's any truth to it. The but, original uh, gender dysphoria. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, on a more serious note, okay. I, 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 heard, I learned today that 15 Democrats in Congress refused to vote to condemn the Hamas uh, massacre and torture of the Israelis on October 7th. Hmm, okay. And uh, 
So the Democratic Party has a serious anti-Semitic problem. And, uh, and so we'll have to see how that shakes out, because it looks to me like the Democratic Party is veering way off the deep end. Now, and, uh, they're because, they are, with, well, now, because there were 15, you said 15 members? I mean, 15, yeah, 15. okay, out of 200 or so, that doesn't right. seem like a, a majority of the party that uh, is veering off to into the anti-Semitic territory. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying they're the young young people, and they represent the future of the party uh, if that's going in that direction. And uh, there's a there's an editorial in the today's Wall Street Journal that. I recommend to all your listeners because they they just that topic okay. of why why is there now a, a deep anti-Semitic strain in American culture in the universities, in the colleges and and in some of the media. It's a, it's a very disturbing trend. Well, once again, I, I you can't conflate uh, support for the Palestinian cause or their desire for uh, their own state with anti-Semitism, or for that matter, for being opposed to at least some of the policies of the of the Israeli government, that doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic. Well, well that's I mean, the problem, Joe. That's the problem, because they don't want a two-state solution. They want a one-state solution, and they keep shouting Hamas. over and over again, Hamas, from the likely. river to the sea, Palestine but, will be free. That means no Jews. Wipe out the Jewish state. That's their policy, Joe. And there's no compromise amongst the radical Muslims. Uh, I took uh, a class okay, in college but, called. But but called, you're saying I, that every 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 Palestinian, and then we're talking about millions of of civilians who have. I mean, this the fact that there are still Palestinian uh, refugee camps in Gaza. I mean, it it speaks to how many of these it's, people it, have lived their entire lives. And I think we have to take that into account. It speaks to the con- fact that the Arabs don't want the Hamas. The Arabs in Egypt and Lebanon don't want the radical Palestinians coming into their country because they are but see, all, all dangerous fascists. They're not all for Palestinian, democracy. All Palestinians? Oh, see, now I think, I, I think that's a terribly unfair characterization, that all Palestinians are radical and are a danger. The ones uh, who have power, the ones who have political power are all radical. Well, and they kill the, not, Fatah, not the Palestinian Fatah, authority. More moderate, the, pa- the, the more moderate Palestinians are wiped out by Hamas. Hamas right, killed Fatah. Fatah was a more moderate segment of the Palestinian community in Gaza, and they were wiped out by Hamas. So the Jews have no choice here. They have to wipe out Hamas and Hezbollah because the, the, the Quran dictates to these radical Muslims they must wipe out the infidels. The infidels cannot control any territory that was once controlled by the Muslims. All That's right, a Lou. fundamental oh, doctrine oh, oh, okay. in the Quran. Oh, oh, well, okay, Lou. I, I don't want to get that deep into it, but uh, all right. We'll, we'll leave that there. Uh, let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. 
Hi, Joe. All I can say is, uh, bravo, Lou, you're absolutely correct. Now, wait a minute. I don't believe that you think that all Palestinians are radical and... and, and oh, no, no, and, no. I wasn't talking about that. I was for talking the about... A- absolute destruction of Israel no, and all Jews. No, no, no. Okay. That was not what he was saying. He was saying... No, he was. That, I mean... Well, I don't... I didn't interpret that way. I think he was okay. talking primarily about Hamas and uh, Hezbollah, you know, the terrorist organizations. I don't think he was talking about the average Palestinian citizen. I know I don't talk about the average Palestinian well, citizen. Well, that's why I that's why I, I was surprised at your first to... statement. That No, no, no. no. Okay. I don't well, I think you misunderstood or or I misunderstood. One of us did. Uh I, I could have I don't know. I listened to his whole call, but all I can say is that uh I think Lou is right in the sense that Hezbollah and Hamas and and many uh, terrorist sympathizers, both in, in the uh, Mideast and in America that I've heard in the news, and I followed it very closely, have expressed a desire to completely wipe out the Jewish state and kill every Jew they can. And I've heard this. I heard a Hamas leader the other day in a, a broadcast he made say that, command his people to wipe out every Jew they can. Now, that, of course, is, I mean, that's why the Jews are fighting an existential war here. And, um, you know, they have no choice. And and I feel for them, and I feel for the Palestinian civilians that I just wish the Jews gave them, before they began their assault, the, the ground assault, the Jews gave them um, about two weeks' notice to get out of the northern part of, of uh, Gaza, I mean, of, of the Strip, you know, Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and of course, Hamas gave the Jews no warning whatsoever when they wiped out 1,500 of their uh, civiliz- uh, their civilians and uh, all the other horrible things that happened that day. And all I'm saying is that, and this wasn't what I called about, but all I'm saying is that uh, Lou had at least part of what he was saying correct. Um, you know, maybe okay. you're right, and I didn't hear it adequately. I don't know. I could have been daydreaming while I was waiting online <laughs> on the phone. But anyway, okay. I also wanted to say um, the primary thing was about the nipple thing, which made me smile. <laughs> um, as you probably know, fetuses begin with no gender. And, uh, you know, when a fetus is first, uh, you know, created uh, by the sperm and the egg, they are created with no gender. And they gradually, over the months, that's why it takes, uh, you know, 40 weeks for full gestation. And uh, it takes uh, a long time for the human being to develop. And uh, nipples um, uh, occur on men only in the sense that it was probably a hangover from early early on in the gestation. But if you look at women, and I know you're, you're married and, you know, you have daughters, uh, you know that women's nipples are far bigger than men's nipples and far more useful in the, in the terms of, of breastfeeding. Yeah. Men can, biological men cannot breastfeed. Now, right, a transgender right. man who used to be a woman, I guess in theory, could, but not a biological man. I've never heard of a biological man breastfeeding. I'm not saying that they don't get some gooey substance come out of their boobs once in a while. Okay, but, you know, okay. I, I, right. I'm just saying that I, that's yeah, a case. Uh, 
fact of science. Okay. Anyway, what I called about was, so what, was yeah. To, what uh, okay? What bathroom does the does the that, does Joe. the fetus use? I don't know. Too good. <laughs> All your, right, there your we go. program is too good. Anyway, well, it's too distracting. Yeah. Uh, God, you're you're worse than than the internet when you're driving a car. That's, I know. That's not good either. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say was, in all seriousness, I would like the people who maybe didn't hear me, um, you know, the past uh, couple days, I get a lot of support in my role as Lady Law and KGMI from the cops. And, you know, most of them know me, and they stopped me and hugged me and thanked me. And, you know, and I don't do it for that reason, but, I mean, that's just what they do. Um, okay. had one do that in Linden the other day. And my point is that, that uh, you know, we need to have this new jail. To, we we desperately need a new jail. And I do I do like the fact that there are programs that have already had the financial support, according to the fellows you had on the radio yesterday. You know, for um, behavioral uh, behavioral aspects and, and right. drug addiction aspects. I mean, it's great that if we can if we can help people uh, to to go go the straight and narrow path and get a better life. God bless them. I mean, that's great. But what what we desperately need right now, if we don't get a new jail, and I mean as soon as we can, we are going to continue to have real chaos in Whatcom County in many respects. And I'm not talking about, you know, gunfights on every block or anything like that. I'm just saying that we are going to have a lot of booking issues that we have now, and the cops tell me they are very very frustrated. I, I can't. They don't want their names used, and I wouldn't do it anyway. But the cops tell me that they are incredibly frustrated over uh, what's going on, and it's not like they're trying to lock up everybody in town. But there are a lot of people who commit rather serious crimes, such as stealing hundreds of dollars in merchandise or having right. uh, many fentanyl pills to try to peddle or whatever. And all of these people need to be jailed. Okay. And, uh, well, even and, beyond um, that, I think we need a facility that is humane, that is functioning for both uh, the people who are in it and those who are running it. We just need we more. just need a new facility, and it. it I, I would agree Good. that it's time for that. So certainly. Yeah. Well, right. I just think. Don't forget, Joe. Let me finish one thing. Don't forget, it is twenty cents tax increase for every hundred dollars you spend, and I think that's very little to pay for this jail. All right. Thank thanks. You. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate your call. Quick break. Back with more. We got Tim on the line. We hope to hear from you too. We'll have time to take your. Your ideas here on KG My Connects, 360-676-5464. Ellingham Cider Company with local craft beers and a locally sourced Pacific Northwest-inspired menu. You might know them for their delicious variety of cider flavors like their spiced pumpkin, caramel apple, and other seasonal flavors. But you'll also be amazed by their menu. Proudly sourcing their fresh food from local farms and businesses. Enjoy their in-house made ravioli, wahilo braised beef, or delicata squash salad. They're well-known for their buttermilk brine chicken and waffles, but you'll also find juicy burgers made from Northwest-raised beef. Or how about fresh coho salmon with roasted tomato chutney? You'll be amazed at the variety and selection of flavors from the kitchen. Dietary restrictions? No problem. Their menu provides a host of vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, and dairy options. The solar-powered, eco-friendly restaurant is stocked with a full bar, so you can enjoy your dinner and drinks with the best views of Bellingham Bay. Bellingham Cider Company, the place great ciders meet except Exceptional food with breathtaking views everyone can enjoy. Find them at 205 Prospect or at BellinghamCider.com. How safe do you feel? Fentanyl has crept into our schools and our community. 
Children, friends, and neighbors, this affects us all, and I'm frustrated with the lack of urgency regarding this crisis. I'm Hannah Ortis, and as your next Whatcom County Council member, I am committed to having hard conversations so that we can find real solutions. Our most vulnerable are depending on us to put people over politics. This is my home, and I will represent each and every one of us. I'm Hannah Ortis, and I ask for your vote this November. Paid for by Hannah for Whatcom. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and I'd like to invite you to join me every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. right here on KGMI for the Aging Hour. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, wills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. KGMI invites you on an adventure to explore the Americana that is Boston and Cape Cod with me, Deanna Haraluk, on KGMI's Cape Cod and the Islands Tour, June 1st through the 7th with Bel Air Tours and Adventures. Discover the history of Boston, explore Cape Cod and Nantucket Island, enjoy a traditional New England lobster dinner, and more. Be a part of the experience. Find out more. Check out the Cape Cod and the Islands Tour page on our website, KGMI.com, for more information about this once-in-a-lifetime experience we're taking your calls live on kgmi connects 360-676-5464 so glad you're with us here on this friday and uh don't forget turn your clocks back on uh saturday night or sunday morning whatever works for you get that extra hour of sleep i do like this fall back and i guess the the health part you know the uw medicine says that it, it is healthier for us to be on standard time although i guess the the bill that was passed and uh signed by the governor a couple of sessions ago would put us on uh, uh, uh daylight savings time uh for good or permanently but uh that can't go anywhere until the u.s congress acts on it and doesn't see they don't seem to be in a hurry to do anything with that but uh so we continue switching but uh, let's switch to uh, Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. I got. Uh, I have three quick points and a question for you. Uh, for the people who are upset on what's going on in Gaza, and I understand why, put it in perspective that when the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, 2,403 people died. 68 of those people were innocent civilians. Our response was to drop two nuclear bombs on Japan where about 200,000 people died, almost all innocent civilians. That's just food for thought, okay? Okay. Uh, my, my second point is on the IRS, and I, I triple-check this. People can fact-check me if they want. In 2021 and 2022, the most audited tax bracket was pe- people that made under $25,000 a year. The most audited state was Mississippi, and if you lived in Humphreys, Mississippi, you had a five and a half times more likelihood of being audited than the average American. Okay. So I wanted that as food for thought. My third point with the question is, have you seen any of the coverage about the Bridgeport, Connecticut uh, mayoral race being overturned? I haven't. No, I'll have to look into that. Look into that. It's okay. a very short watch, uh, but 
these cameras caught several people um, dumping several ballots several times at several locations. Okay. And the way they run their absentee ballots, it's it's you can take your loved ones or your relatives' absentee ballots in, but it's really limited. You can't just harvest them and shove them in the box. Okay. Now, the one guy who was winning before the absentee ballot got counted lost. Now, the, the, they caught two or three of the people, and they took the stand, and they have film coverage of them in court, and they pled fifth fifth okay all the questions that were asked of them so now the the funny thing about it is it wasn't the system that caught them it was somebody going through the 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 video that was on each dropbox okay so my question is do we have cameras on any of our dropboxes that uh that's a question for the auditor's office i don't know that they do but uh they may I went online, and I figured I'd have to call because I couldn't find anything on it. But it's an interesting case, and I'm not an election But once again, you can't just create ballots and stuff them in the box, and ha- and, and then the auditor's office, uh, you know, willy-nilly just counts everything that's stuffed into the ballot box like it's all legitimate. Well, they counted, I mean, these. Well, they counted these ballots, and, okay. the, and the Supreme Court judge overthrew it because he said, there were thirteen hundred ballots. This is a superior court judge. Day. I'm just I'm just looking at the article now here, and this was the Democratic primary. Um, so how it was conducted, Democratic mayoral primary in uh, Bridgeport, uh, re- uh, ordered that a new one be held. Um, but uh, once again, this is and and I would say just like your your initial point about. Second World War and what we're seeing in Israel, and you can't. You, these are apples and oranges. You can't compare a, a a a world war or that that whole theater of a world war with what's going on in a you know this one situation and among two groups in uh, the Middle East. It, I, I I understand your numbers and all that stuff, but. Yeah, war is it war, was, and and, and us but and Japan. right, but because you know th- there was a lot more going on. Japan had, had was uh, you know it was Imperial Japan and uh, the and empirical Japan, and they had invaded many countries and were uh, acting out in in brutal ways against people that they had subjugated in in other countries, and uh, it well, was it was a move to not. push push you know the Japanese forces back onto their island. I and I you know I to say that what happened to Israel would any I don't know if you're saying it would justify the use of nuclear weapons on uh, Gaza but no I mean, no no okay, no no okay. no no but I'm once again I think at all. but and I'm I'm just saying that I mean this issue too with uh, this you know election in Bridgeport Connecticut to uh you know it, it compare that to our electoral system here that we've used for I'm not saying see you're okay. putting words in my mouth Well Joe. no you're you're making that? this you're making this comparison I mean you're saying no I, our, I, I, our I, ballots I compare it to our elections in any way shape or form Well you you said well I'm are, are, are they watching cameras? ours with with cameras and It'd be I, nice to know you're right. putting words in my mouth if you don't okay. have an open enough mind to see both sides of it that's on you Okay all right <laughs> All right thanks for your call Tim but I mean you know once again I we have to have to have uh, uh, I'm a defender of our our uh, our uh, electoral system here in uh, 
Whatcom County and Washington State. And we've had uh, uh, electors, uh, election officials of both parties who stand by it, stand by its integrity. And I, I, I think it's just wrong. And it's we can't attack absolutely every pillar of our society, which is what's going on, I, quite frankly. I mean, whether it's our electoral system, our system of justice, nothing's perfect. Our, our health care system, it's all, all of these institutions have been, our, obviously our government, they're all under attack. Our education system, and what is all this going to eventually get us? Where is, it, where is it headed? I guess that's my question that I leave you with as we wrap up KGMI Connects for this week. But we'll be back on Monday, 4 o'clock. Hope you'll join us then.